I'm stretched out like a great big river Wait on and let's swim together And lines are blurred, the infinity of choice Entering the temporal void
Desolation Row slash Margaritaville. This is Play It By Year, the show that looks back on the history of popular music one year at a time. I'm your host, Duff Dixon. That was Canto de Asana by Baden Powell and Venetius de Marezas from 1966. Welcome to 1966 Night on Play It By Year. Folks, breathe a sigh of relief. The fight continues, of course, but we've all learned ourselves a break. Let's have a, a mental health staycation. That's what this show is about tonight, just having fun. Let's be stupid. Let's make a dumb show tonight. And in that uh, spirit, earlier on, on Twitter today, I saw that Rudy Giuliani had set up a hotline uh, for anybody who sees... Evidence of the Democrats stealing the election to call in and give a tip. So I reckon we should do our civic duty right now live, live on the air and give that a go. So let's see. 888-503-3526. Let's see if we can't get somebody from the, the Trump resistance on the line. Oh. It said it was busy. Let's try one more time. We're going to do it again. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But let's try one. They were busy once earlier when I tried. So let's see. 888-503-3526. Come on. Come on, Rudy. Take my call. Take my call, Rudy. No, Rudy. Why, Rudy? Come on, y'all. I just want to have a little fun. Wanted to prank call Rudy Giuliani on my show. I don't know. Let's. I'm. You know what? I'm desperate enough to try one more time. But I'll only do one more. Just one more. Yeah. No. No. Sorry. Too many people have the same idea. Calling to talk about voter fraud tonight, or do what I was going to do. Whatever. I don't really care. We're having fun tonight. Let's. Uh. Let's get a discussion topic going for the Duff Buffs out there tonight. What do y'all think about Duff Buffs? By the way, I'm. Tr I'm kind of trying that on. I don't know how I feel about it. 1966 uh, was the debut of the Adam West Batman series, and we're doing a silly show tonight. So let's have a silly question. In what way are you most like Batman? Have you got a secret identity? Have you got a tragic origin story? Have you got an arch nemesis? Come on the show. Let's talk about the way in which you are most like Batman. Uh, and we're going to begin tonight the music with a, a freak beat block. So let's explain what freak beat is. Freak beat grew out of the mod scene. The mods, of course, they were kind of like young hooligan types they drove around on motor scooters they had their bangs like clipped back real real far up against their skulls sometimes they wore like suits and ties and stuff and they were the sworn enemies of this other counterculture group called the rockers who were kind of like more loosey-goosey and you know 
scummy and whatnot, and they would kind of have it out with one another. Well, at this point in the 1960s, the mods were kind of scattering to the wind. The peak mod was over. Lots of them got into kind of psychedelic rock and into pop art. Some of them became like, you know, folk musicians. Uh, and then a smaller group spearheaded what we're now calling Freak Beat. This is like a mod rock scene that goes for heavy rather than trippy. So we're talking like early headbanging music. Here it goes. Uh, we're going to do the Freak Beat Mod Block on 1966 Night Blave by Year with me, Duff Dixon. Stick around. <laughs>
1966 night played by year you just heard come see me by the pretty things big drum sounds there before that security by thane russell and three and making time by the creation and we began that block with sorry by the easy beats okay our discussion topic tonight in what way are you most like Batman? Let's go on over to the phones. I got a caller on the line now. Uh, caller, you're on with Dove Dixon. Who am I talking to? Oh, hello there. Um, my name is Gwen. Nice to, nice to meet you, dude. Gwen, it is uh, lovely to hear your voice. Welcome to Play It By Year. How yeah. you doing tonight? This has been a big week, right? Oh, it's been a very good. It's been a very big week. Absolutely. I'm. I'm really glad Trump's out of here, man. Like we're on a. I'm excited. Well, heck yeah, done, man. What about you? What are, is there? Is there some way that you feel that you are like Batman, or do you have something in common with Batman? Oh, I actually, I do think so, actually. Because hear, hear me out. 
So Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah. His he he dresses up as Batman, yes, to right. go you know fight crime and whatnot. Um, and if you think about it, uh, Batman is just Bruce Wayne's persona. So oh, his um, persona. His persona, yes. I never, you, you know you what? You know what his persona is. You're you're expanding my mind. I'd never put that together, but but <laughs> Bruce Wayne is kind of a furry, isn't he? Oh, he is. We're not gonna lie. And I, when I was in middle school, I wanted nothing more than to be a furry. That was my dream. I I I I, I was on Instagram way too early, and I and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I love animals. These people love animals. I want to dress up like a dog too. Oh man, you um, poor kid! You probably had no idea what was going like, on in the seedy underbelly of the of no. the furry community. <laughs> no, but, my, but nevertheless, I I, I, I personally I, I know and have spoken to some furries. They seem like decent people to me. I mean, they oh, yeah, mostly no, don't sure. mean nobody no harm. Just trying to have some fun, doing what makes them happy. Oh, for sure. I, I do think Absolutely. there's something about those faces, though, like of the sort of the dog and wolf type ones with the big sort of Disney cartoon uh-huh. character eyes that, like, they do unsettle <laughs> me when when I feel that they're looking into my soul or something like that. <laughs> uh, I do feel that. I I I think that if I had a persona, I, I think it would be a possum. I think that I think that that would fit the bill for me. I think because oh, we're, we're both a bit nocturnal. You know, where I, I I like the sort of vibe that that, that they have. They're fun. I, I like I think to think of myself that, that as that sort of be... a. I think my persona might be like maybe a manatee. I hear that they're always sort of swimming up <laughs> to strangers and looking to get pet. I feel like I I have that kind of like trusting yet needy sort of. I project that energy <laughs> if that makes sense, Gwen. Here's another thought. Persona, the persona mm-hmm. slash comic book superhero parallel is very astute. I'd never considered it before. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been like a a crime fighting furry, a crime fighting furry comic book in oh. which you know the 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 I person behind been. the fursuit, the person inside the fur, is the secret identity? Well, there's Squirrel Girl, and then Squirrel it's just, Girl is, I mean, she could definitely fit that bill. Just showing up and, and beating down crooks and criminals. You know, with his <laughs> in a big, big pink, red, or furry <laughs> arms. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, hey, look. I well, I think if you've proven anything tonight, it's that you're an awful lot like Batman. Um, <laughs> I do. Glad. I do think. I hope you stick around, and I hope you call back again, Gwen. You're you're a, you're a great well, caller. We'd love to have you on any time. We appreciate your uh, your contributions <laughs> to the show tonight. Gwen, what a nice lady that was. Uh, let's uh, let's keep the show going from here. Um, I'm going to do something interesting. I'm going to do a Nueva Cancion Latino Americana block, or uh, in English, that is the new song of Latin America. This is like, um, as leftist politics were kind of rising up throughout Latin America in the 1960s, of course, inspired by the Cuban Revolution at the end of the 50s, there was this new musical movement which was gaining prominence of like revolutionary progressive voices you know playing music that owed much to the traditional folk music of latin america andean folk music 
I think maybe we're getting ready for our own kind of new song of North America moment. So let's hear these voices and the passion behind them. And let's try to be inspired to lift our own voices in whatever way we can, we can use those voices to help. Even if it's just to try and prank call Rudy Giuliani. I mean, you got to start somewhere. So stick around for the Nueva Cancion Latino Americana block uh, here on 1966 night with me, Duff Dixit. Es la chacarera que mordiendo sueño nos roba la noche entera Para los cantores, para los cocheros, para los quemadores que abrotan en mostradores Anda su palgrito de los guitarreros que en venas de vino florezcan en los gargueros Adentro de la noche y en el ciego pancho Madurada la hoja que vuela desde una copa Que me moje el vino que viene lento Que me nombre el hombre que está contento Que se saque todo el dolor de adentro Arriador de olvido, vino del T5, emborrachador antiguo, para el Chacho Díaz, para Maldonado, seguidores churos de la noche enamorado, ya me estoy solita, angustiando estrellas, velando la marcha sencilla de los que quedan. Borracho, robame a tu sueño, sosegame el vino antes que me salga un dueño, bueno. que me moje el vino que viene lento, que me nombre el hombre que está contento, que se saque todo el dolor de adentro. Mosito que va remando en tu lancha en Galanada. Atrácate para el muelle que quiero ver a mi amada Siete días que me espera aquella preciosa flor El canal no lo cruza por causa de un ventarro Remar rápido mocito no vengas a demorar Que llegando yo a Dalcagüe Allá me voy a casar ¿Qué cara tendrá el curita Con su iglesia preparada? La cara de las cantoras Con guitarras afinadas Y el acordeón de Don Pedro Que toca de maravilla Periconas refalosas 
para bienes y cirillas Quedó todo preparado, un curanto para un rey Mocito no te apuraste y empieza el viento otra vez Mocito que va remando en la mitad del canal Nos pilló la ventolera, ya no volveremos más Pobrecita novia mía, quedó vestida de flor Mientras yo duermo en el agua, mi para bien no escucho Mientras yo duermo en el agua, mi para bien no escucho Sabes de cordillera, si tú naciste tan lejos, hay que conocer la piel que corona el ventisquero, hay que Anduvo subir por entre piedras y cerros. La viuda blanca en su grupa, la maldición del arriero, llevó mi viejo esa noche a robar el ganado ajeno junto al Cordilleras clavaron su cruz al viento. Los ángeles Santa Fe fueron nombres del infierno. Hasta mi casa llegaba la ley buscando al cuatrero. Mi madre. Llevo la muerte en su arreo Nosotros cruzamos hoy Con un rebaño del bueno Arriba en la cordillera No nos vio cruzar ni el viento Con qué orgullo Oh 
mi bien con su pena de hombre pobre y dos balas en el pecho. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me dio dos luceros, que cuando los abro, perfecto distingo lo negro del blanco, y en el alto cielo su fondo estrellado, en las multitudes del hombre que yo amo gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado el oído que en todo su ancho graba noche y día Grillos y canarios, martillos, turbinas, ladridos, chubascos y la voz tan tierna de mi bien amado. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me ha dado el y el abecedario con en las palabras que pienso y declaro Padre amigo hermano y luz alumbrando la ruta del alma del que estoy amando Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me ha dado la marcha de mis pies cansados, con ellos anduve ciudades y y así desierto, montaña y llano y la casa tuya, tu calle y tu patio gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me dio el corazón Quita su marco cuando miro el fruto del cerebro humano, cuando miro el bueno tan lejos del malo, cuando miro el fondo de tus ojos claro. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, 
dicha de quebranto los materiales que forman mi canto y el canto de ustedes que es el mismo canto y el canto de todos que es mi propio canto gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto Nuevas Canción Latin Americano Block. You just heard Gracias La Vida by Violeta Parra. Before that, Arriba en la Corriere by uh, Patricio Manz and Mosito Que Vas Remando by Rolando Alarcon. And we began that block with Cienqueta y Cienco by uh, Mercedes Sosa. Uh, pretty cool stuff, man. I don't know. I found it kind of inspiring in a way. I found it pretty evocative uh will you be inspired by the discussion topic tonight reminder that is in what way are you most like batman the crime fighting superhero with the secret identity and the tragic origin let's uh let's go to the phones i, th- I believe we got a caller on right now caller you're on with uh, duff dixon who am i talking to Hi, you're talking to Kari. Well, hello, and thank you so much for calling in. Uh, uh, are you are you here to how? First of all, I'm being a bad guest. How are you tonight? Are you doing all right? I mean, obviously, I'm doing amazing because yesterday was incredible. Am I right? Oh yeah, I mean it's a it's an historic moment we're living through right now. I honestly was out in the streets and I was dancing to the Macarena and I never thought I'd do that. Oh, sure. Doing the, even back in the day though, I mean, were you too young to kind of, did you not have the coordination in the, in the late nineties when the Macarena was happening or were you more like a wallflower not participating in the Macarena? Yeah, I was like two. So I wasn't really about that, but yeah, that you makes know. Sense. I wonder if I could still do it. It's got a real, I mean, we just did kind of a Latin popular music block, very different from the Macarena. Well, it sounds like you were out partying. Good for you. Were you Were you being safe, practicing social distancing, wearing your oh, protective gear? Absolutely. Only losers don't stay six feet apart and wear masks, and I'm not about the Rona. Oh, yeah. the Who wants the Rona? Not me. Not Duff Dixon. That's for one. Hey, no. we, got a, we had a discussion topic tonight. I wonder, if there, is there any way in which you feel that you're similar to Batman? I mean, absolutely. I, too, am a trust fund baby. Oh, wow. I, okay. Totally identify with Batman in that way. And honestly, like, I too roamed like vacant halls and mansions. And um, I bet I had my parents. They were definitely present in my life. They didn't die when I was young. Sure, Uh, but but you were living in kind of a grand opulent palace with them. Was it like a brooding and a lonely existence you had? Not really. I'm pretty much positive all the time, and I don't really feel down about anything most any of the time. Okay, so then maybe this sort of celebration, election celebration, was just like an excuse to have a good time, but for the most part, you've still, you've never stopped having a good time. 
No, I don't. I hold many brunches on my own and I make my friends stand in line outside of my house with masks on just so I can still get that same vibe of going to brunch every single Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> right. Yeah. In a quarantine world, I know some of y'all, some of y'all in the upper middle class and above have been really suffering from lack of brunch. And I, and I'm glad to hear that you're finding your own safe new workaround for that. What's the spread look like for a solo brunch with your friends out in the cold, kind of watching you chow down? What, what do you, what's your go-to brunch item? I mean, absolutely a Bloody Mary with everything on a stick. Oh, like, sure. I love teeny tiny pickles. They are the best. Yeah, little cocktail pickles. Yeah, get a get a get a Spanish olive, perhaps maybe some celery yeah. in there. Oh yeah, and I mean, I do feel bad because my friends don't actually eat. They're there simply as a vehicle for me to stand in line and just feel like life is normal. And then when the line is done, I make them all go home. So they don't actually get brunch, but I do have little parting gift bags that I give them for taking part in the day. Okay. Well, take me through the contents of a, of a brunch gift bag. What might, what might a Duff Dixon find if he were to peer into that bag? Well, I usually refer to Goop. I don't know if you're familiar with Goop. That's oh, Goop, of course. The she Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand, Empire. Love. We love Gwyneth. And honestly, I just go on Gwyneth's blog um, every Saturday and I say, what is Gwyneth into this week? And I just pick out a few pieces and I throw it in a bag. So there must have been a brunch that was like, vagina candle week where absolutely and what was yeah. the, was what was the general reaction from like your your lineup crew your brunch lineup crew when they sort of like what's that musk what's in here what was the reaction oh my goodness everybody was like totally into it they're like um, I saw Gwyneth talking about this and how could you not love something that Gwyneth Paltrow has been lusting after? <laughs> Indeed. It does seem that if Gwyneth Paltrow has one power, it's to make everyone like everything she does. That's ter- certainly the truth. Um, I've been doing the him. I think it's Hemhoff method. I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to actually who she's citing. But you know the one where you dunk yourself into uh, ice buckets and then you your immunity gets built up? I'm pretty sure I'm never going to get COVID because of that. Do you find that when, when you become fully submerged into an ice bath that you kind of feel your life energy leaving your body or is it invigorating? No, he teaches you these cool like birthing breathing techniques and it like has changed my life. I think his name is Wim Hof, Him Hof, I don't know, something like that, but it's incredible. I, 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 I wonder if you're if you when you uh, I got one more question about this ice bath situation because I'm I am certainly curious about it. When you're doing this, so you're filling a bathtub up with ice and water, you get in that thing, are you then taking a bath? Do you then lather up and try to scrub a dub dub or is it just like you know really get torqued up and focus in hard and then get out oh no you're definitely focusing if you don't focus you'll freeze to death right yeah that makes sense that makes sense interesting okay so this is like a weekly brunch right 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it absolutely is. It's a weekly brunch that I hold with myself and the safety of my own uh, room and in my bedroom, usually I have like a little setup of it. And, um, you would think that I would have my own kitchen set up, but I don't know. There's something really comforting about having it in my bedroom and my bedroom's so big. So it like, doesn't really matter. So, I mean, honestly, it's just really lovely. And I do it every single Saturday for myself. And I do zoom calls with my friends and family. If I feel like speaking to other people, which I usually do because I'm pretty much living alone. And, um, yeah. What about, what about your, 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 you said your parents are still around. Do they ever come for the lineup to just kind of see you stand in line in the cold, wait for you to get in to have your brunch and then leave or? Absolutely. And I always send them on their way and I send them with their own specialty gift sets not goop related, more like, you know, old people related. Oh, sure. Yeah. You got to, you got to cater to your, to the taste of your audience. Of course. Uh, I'm imagining maybe some Werther's originals in there. Would that be something you might find in, in a, in a gift bag for your parents? Ew, no, they're classy. They're like, I don't know, really into teeth whitening. And I usually give them like some sort of charcoal teeth whitener or um, (laughs) depends that are like gold i don't know sure well, this is, like. these, are, these are pretty good tips for the listeners I have my assistants do it so i don't really pay attention like if you're if you're looking to get into some lifestyles of the rich and famous stuff get really into teeth whitening i mean you know like explore what's out there i thank you so much for this call it was illuminating i, I hope that you will find cause to go out and dance the macarena again real soon oh I mean, I absolutely will when Trump leaves. You bet your butt I'm going to be out there dancing again. Hey, maybe you'll do the whip and the nay-nay this time. That'd be a, a fun way to change it up, maybe. I'm definitely going to work on those at home and probably post them on my TikTok. Oh, heck yeah. What's your what's your screen name on TikTok in case the, the listeners at home want to wanna follow you on there? Uh, car car for reals. <laughs> Sounds like a TikTok username. That's pretty credible. I thank you again so much for calling in. Call back anytime. Interesting to see how the better half is living uh, in these interesting historic times. Okay, so next up on the show, we have the psychedelic sunshine pop block. Here's a weird one. Um, psychedelic sunshine pop. So obviously the culture of 1966, it was a divided culture much like today, they were, it was kind of divided between the freaks and the man. And, and most things were viewed through this prism, especially music. There was hip music and there was square music. Uh, you know, a band like Question Mark and the Mysterians, they were hip. They belonged to the freaks. Uh, a band like the Loving Spoonful, they were square. They belonged to the man. But this is a tough one. Who, who does psychedelic sunshine pop belong to help me Rhonda by the beach boys that's sunshine pop that's that's square and that belongs to the man good vibrations by the beach boys is psychedelic pop it's hip it belongs to the freaks but when you Reese's peanut butter cup the two together on which side of this dividing line does the music fall 
I don't know, man. Let's try and find out as we get into this psychedelic sunshine bop block here on 1966 night. Play it by year with me, Duff Dixon. Stick around. It's much to prove the summer's day to waste running round in the city. But here on the sand, I can dream away. Or look at the girls if they're pretty. It's a turn down day. Nothing on my mind. It's a turn down day.
comes to the sunshine, to the sunshine. You know, I know, you know that I love you. Weather here could not be finer. It suits to sail off to Carolina's shore. I'll tell you more and more over. And threads to keep me cool in the sun-swept afterglow. I know I'm a fool, but I'm hoping that you'll be mine in time. Sail good, sail to right, to right. I think a lot of you. I really doubt you think about me like I do you. Sunshine Pop Block 1966 played by year. You just heard Come to the Sunshine by Van Dyke Parks. Before that, Like a Summer Rain by Jan and Dean. And My World Fell Down by the Ivy League. And we began that block with Turn Down Day by The Cycle. What do you think, y'all? Hip or square? What? Which? Where does that? Where does that little subset of a subgenre fall? What do you think? Reminder that our discussion topic tonight is: uh, In what way are you like Batman? What's the thing? Oh, uh, so, uh, sorry, y'all. I, le- I left Skype turned up. Um, uh, hang on a second. You're on with Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Incoming call from Project Archangel. Please hold for Director Elliot Walsh and Deputy Director Steve Gordier. Nope. Nope. Whatever time I have left, they ain't getting one minute more. Unbelievable. Hello? Incoming call from Project Arc. No. If you're listening, no. Leave me the hell alone. They can go to voicemail then. Can you believe these people? This is, this is harassment is what this is. 
There. Okay. Anyway. Oh my God. Fine. Fine. Hello. Incoming call from Project Archangel. Please. Yeah, I, for- I know. I know who this is. Just, just put them on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Please hold for Director Elliot Walsh and Deputy Director Steve Gordier. Why, why does he gotta say both names every time? What is? Hi, Duff. This is Steve. I'm God Elliot here with me. How are you? Crazy week, right? Stop bothering me. I don't care. Whatever you two gonna say, I don't care. Leave me alone. Agent Dixon, do not hang up this call. This is mission critical communication, so stop acting like a spoiled little brat and listen. You're acting like a spoiled little brat. Stop, stop. What we're saying is that we respect your need for space and... We wouldn't reach out unless we had no other choice. No, no, I got, here's another choice. Why don't y'all lose my number and take that phone of yours and shove it? Keep being an insubordinate little prick and see where that gets you. I will. If we could just get to the reason we're calling. You screwed up, Agent Dixon. And in the big leagues, when you screw up, there are consequences. Keep doing the stupid little radio show of yours, but it's a huge waste of time and you need to get into compliance. Y'all got no authority over me, okay? So I'll do whatever I want with my time. Stop, stop. What we're saying is that we think it's so cool that you found this new, fun, creative outlet, and we support you 100%. Doing whatever helps you enjoy your retirement to the fullest, but we're a little bit concerned about some of the guests you're having on. You spent a week playing grab-ass and having slumber parties with Agent Winarski while he was on active duty. You can't make contact with other time travelers. Not until they're retired. That's You know not that. Not until they're brain dead is what you mean. Not until you finish messing them up. Stop, stop. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that we're so touched to hear about your reunion with your friend Walter. Um... But that that might you might have accidentally overlooked some of your directives. And so this is just a totally friendly reminder that if you're ever approached by a time or not again, just remove yourself from the situation. Drop us a line here at headquarters. What what are you two even whining about? Walt was just doing his job. I mean, he, he said it himself. Y'all were the ones who gave him the orders to come and find me. No, the computer sent those orders, and it was a mistake. A mistake the engineering department will also be facing repercussions for. But regardless, you broke protocol, and your sloppiness has put the entire project in jeopardy. I don't know when you got so careless, Agent Dixon. Stop, stop, stop calling me that. Don't call me that. Stop that. Stop, stop. What we're saying is that we know this was just an oopsie. The computer had an oopsie. Then you had an oopsie. We're not mad at you about it, but we want to have a plan in place for next time. Just as a precaution. I mean, probably weren't even being next time. Now that we finally shut down the stupid computer like we should have years ago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all, y'all shut off 
the Archangel supercomputer? Why? Are, are, you, are you crazy? We can't stop this thing without it. Don't act like you have all of the information on this. You have no idea how to run this program, and it's none of your business, Agent Dixon. You call me that one more time, I'll slap the taste out your mouth. Agent Dixon. Agent Dixon. Smelly Elliot. Smelly it. <laughs> I cannot believe this is the best agent we've ever had. Acting like a child throwing a temper tantrum. Well, if uh, if I'm a child, I'm a billion times older than you are. So then what's that What's that make you then, Smelly it? Excuse me for a moment. I have another call. I'm just, I'm just going to hang on hold then while you're... Did you just do a bump? Are you in the office right? What the hell is going on over there? You have no idea what the past few weeks have been like trying to clean up your mistake. You've put the entire project in jeopardy. I wish you would have just become a vegetable and saved us all the grief. Duff, what we're saying is that we appreciate your independent spirit, and we love that you march to beat of your own drum, you know, bum, bum, bum. But uh, in this one specific case, we need you to commit to keeping us in the loop. If something like this were to ever happen again. Uh, I, I, listen, I wouldn't call y'all if I was bleeding out and y'all had the last band-aid on earth. Is that is that clear enough for you? Oh, I hope this is clear enough for you. If you continue to be a threat to not just national security, but the survival of the entire human race, that makes you a traitor. And I have full authority to put two in your head while you're sleeping. Duff, what we're trying to say... Clowns. Couple of clowns. Get off my show. Oh, sorry about that, folks. Not going to let that drag the night down. I'm having a good time. This is a fun, silly, stupid show. Nothing matters. We're having a good time. So let's put all that behind us and let's get back to the show. We got one more block for y'all tonight. And I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a little bit of a special way to to send you off tonight. I'm gonna do a soul jazz block. We're in the sixties, you know, jazz still very much like one of the dominant commercial forms. Soul jazz, you know, kind of jazz changing with the time, seeing what's happening as R and B started to pivot into becoming a little bit more maybe you know, socially aware, a little bit more emotionally grounded. Jazz thinking, let's get in on some of that. This is a true hybrid genre, y'all, because it's like, it's 100% soul. It's 100% jazz. They're both happening at once. Let's get into it. Play it by year. 1966 night. Soul jazz block. Stick around with me, Duff Dixon.
Sometimes we're not prepared for adversity. When it happens, sometimes we're caught short. We don't know exactly how to handle it when it comes up. Sometimes we don't know just what to do when adversity takes over. <laughs> and uh, I have advice for all of us. I got it from our pianist, Joe Zavidu, who wrote this tune. And it sounds like what you're supposed to say when you have that kind of problem. It's called mercy, mercy, mercy.
Merci, merci, merci. Merci. Thank you.
home nina simone on the soul jazz block here on 1966 night played by year that was the aforementioned miss nina simone with uh four women and before that mercy 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 by cannonball adderley in summertime by the george benson quartet and we began that block with whack whack by young holt unlimited fun show tonight dumb show tonight fast show tonight it's I've, that was my last block of music we ain't even been going an hour and a half yet i had time to do a whole nother block that's kind of how it goes with these 60s shows y'all because like the song lengths i mean the standard length of a pop song back then was two minutes long so this thing's just clipping by, man. I, but I love the time we did spend together, at least. Uh, just a reminder before I, I take our last call tonight, I did have a discussion topic tonight. That discussion topic was, in what way are you most like Batman? Uh, let's go, I do have a caller on the line. Let's bring him on right now. Caller, you're on with Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Hey, Duff. Thanks for having me on. My name's Jenny. Jenny, welcome to the show, Jenny. I, I've been asking everybody, have you been having is this week? How's this week treated you? Oh, uh, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about things the last couple days. It's not it did I really did have that kind of that kind that stereotypical sighing moment of just feeling a pressure valve in my body release a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I I woke up that morning, checked my phone, and my eyes bulged out a little bit like the old cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> sure, like a Tex Avery wolf where they yeah. bong, like right out. Sure. Of course, instead of it's you weren't a lecherous wolf. You were just you were if you were lusting after anything, it was a hope for oh, the yeah. future of this I, nation. <laughs> I was I was I was lusting after a democratic win and I got it. <laughs> you got you hey, listen. That's that's what the system is all about. <laughs> you just stick to the rules, and eventually you get that Democratic presidency. Uh, Jenny, let me ask you something. What you, I, I, I'm some, for some reason, I'm getting a Batman vibe from you already, but I'd love to hear, in what way do you see yourself as most of, most of a kindred spirit to Batman? You know, I've been thinking about this the whole show, and uh, I was thinking back to the animated... 90s tim burton cartoon oh yeah and, uh, you know back when batman was actually a detective instead of just punching people all the time and um i i remember all those shots of him in the bat cave just like staring at that giant screen <laughs> where he's like doing his <laughs> yeah thing. of course yeah he's got whatever he's got up there detective stuff space <laughs> looking at a large screen of some kind that feels very relatable to me Oh, sure. Standing, standing in front of a giant screen, taking it in, maybe a little bit blank-faced with just like a 20% unhappiness scowl on your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, that's that's pretty spot on. And, uh, you know, my husband does a lot of the cooking in this house, so he just sort of brings me a meal. <laughs> like, like He's Alfred. your Alfred. Yeah. He's had a mustache before. It works. <laughs> 
does he help guard your deepest, darkest secret? Is that also, or like, like Alfred in Batman and Robin, does he occasionally let somebody into your Batcave, you know, cause he thinks he knows what's best for you. Oh no. He's, he's very much, you know, classic Alfred. What kind of a husband would he be if he didn't uh, guard my deepest, darkest secrets for me? Definitely. I, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, a sweetness and a sadness to an Alfred, which I think is something else we all look for in our husbands is a, is a kind of a peaceful melancholy. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that should be part of the standard vows. You know, like I, <laughs> I'll always be honest and faithful. I'll always seem like I'm a little sad, but not like in a way where you got to do labor, just in a way where it kind of gives me like a, a mystery and an intrigue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we, fill that, we fill that slot for each other. <laughs> now, the other thing, when I think 90s animated series Batman, I think about one of the most complicated relationships ever portrayed in any medium. That, of course, is the, I guess, romance uh, between the Joker and Harley Quinn. Um, I, I, you know, in other portrayals, it's like more explicitly a two-sided thing. That, that to me was so astute and so kind of like compelling, that dynamic of just like, what do you see in this guy? You seem to be, you seem to have more going on up there than this guy. And yet, like, you're, you're just seeing a different reality than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what's really crazy is that people rom like romanticized Harley Quinn and the Joker. And I really appreciate that later on after she was created, the writers out there were like, you know what? Nah, she she'll dump the Joker and she's gonna go be gay with Poison Ivy. Like, I yeah, like that. right. Because I mean, look, if you lived in a DC universe in which a Poison Ivy even existed, at a certain point, you just gotta at least try to go gay for Poison Ivy. At some point, yeah, I mean, I'll she's be. she's talks to plants. She can hear their, she can feel their feelings. You know. Also, I, I I feel like she has some. Uh, I feel like she has some valid motives in Batman. Oh, for sure. So like, like you could, hey, how, about, how about stop treating plants badly? And everybody's like, you're under arrest. It it, it always feels like we're ten. We're we're one decent poison ivy monologue away from being like, yep. I, you know what? I'll wear a plant themed outfit. I'll be one of your little guard goons. I'll, I'll hold the little Tommy gun. You know, I'll be standing there looking like an idiot when Batman slings in like Tarzan and kicks me in the head and I go down like a, like, like a ton of bricks. You know what I mean? I, I would love to see a version of poison Ivy where it's, it's still like really cartoony. I want it to be that sort of 1960s vibe Batman, uh, kind of like today's show. Of course. Sure. 66 but, Batman. Uh, yeah. Like, like more, more of like the sixties era type Batman. I'd love to see that with a poison Ivy where her henchmen are just straight up like crunchy hippies. <laughs> that's such a good idea oh my gosh for sure hey ashbury goons like flanking a, a 60s poison ivy i wanted to go whole hog too and like nobody's heard of global warming yet so <laughs> so the whole idea of, of poison ivy like is so laughable and everybody else like when oh there's that crazy lady again who thinks that it matters that we're tearing up the rainforest what a nut job 
Yeah, now just have her be played totally straight too. Yeah, definitely. Of course, I mean, you know, like a little sixty zaniness, but I mean, it's got to be it's got to be in universe to be satisfying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Well, listen, I hope that you have uh, some long, cold, brooding nights in front of your giant telescreen, looking at maybe. I, in my mind, it's like a sort of green vector image of like maybe a thumbprint that's sort of spinning around, you know, and you're just kind of pensively looking at it. And then here comes your husband with a silver tray and like, it's got a sandwich and a cup of coffee on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's what I want for you. That's what I'm Jenny more than anything. That's what I want for you. And what I want for really all of us. Thank you so much for calling in. Excellent call for Jenny. Call back anytime, Jenny. I can't believe we're done. Listen, y'all, this is like when the teacher would wrap up a little early, except for I'm not going to like, you know, drag a TV out on wheels and put Airbud on or something. Uh, I'm just going to let you go. So here's the deal. No big five tonight uh, to see us off. Miles Davis had a, a live album released uh, in 1966. Uh, but it don't sound that great. There's still not been a great remaster of it. And then, of course, David Bowie, his very first singles came out in 66. But they are famously very bad. Um, so let's introduce a new concept. This is going to be a song from the expanded Big Five, a.k.a. the Big Ten. On years where like I feel unhappy with or unable to produce a big five pick i'm gonna look to the expanded big five aka the big 10 uh to to take the show out let's be our first one tonight his name is brian wilson a sensitive boy he had some problems with his mind but a genius uh you know a once in a lifetime ear perhaps never more so better showcased than on his 1966 album with the beach boys pet sounds uh, i picked a song that's always spoken to me in a very personal way, as a retired time traveler, it speaks to a feeling that I've experienced at many points in my life and in many eras of history. And uh, maybe you can put your shoes and put yourself in my shoes as you listen. Maybe you'll find that it speaks to you in a different way. I, I encourage you to emotionally interact with this music tonight. So let's set off the night with I Just Wasn't Made for These Times by the Beach Boys. 1966 night. Play it by year. What a what a bunch of fun it was hanging out with y'all. By the way, next week, 2014. What are we going to do in 2014? Tune around to... Uh, to check it out. Don't forget, go Bruins. This is Dove Dixon. Thanks for hanging out. I keep looking for a place to fit in where I can speak my mind. And I've been trying hard to find the people that I won't leave behind. They say I got brains, but they I wish they could Each time things start to happen again I think I got something good going for myself But what goes wrong?
Help me look for places where new things might be.